Welcome to the Church Candy Podcast, the podcast of sweet ministry success. I'm your host, Brady Sticker, and let's jump in. Welcome to the first ever episode of the Church Candy Podcast. You've got Brady Sticker here, CEO and founder of Church Candy Marketing. We help pastors grow their church with digital marketing. I'm so excited that you're joining us today. We're going to be jumping into the Plan Your Visit Playbook. This is the exact strategy that we used at our church, at Vibrant Church here at the Woodlands, and that we use with churches all over the country to get more guests, to get more people showing up on Sunday. Now, before we dive in, I want to give a special Thanks to Soulbox. Soulbox is an artist. They're a Christian group uh, that they actually made the song that you heard in the intro as well as in the outro. Uh, I reached out to them on Instagram and I was like, hey, I love this song and I would love to use it in my podcast. And they were like, go for it. So I want to just give them a shout out. Go check them out. They're, they've got amazing music. Uh, but let's go ahead and jump right in. Uh, I want to give you a little bit of background on me. Like, who is Brady Sticker? Why should you even listen to anything I have to say? So, uh, I actually am the COO on top of the CEO of, uh, at Church Candy. I'm the COO at Cairo Candy, which is our parent slash sister company. I guess literally parent company because my dad is the CEO of Cairo Candy. Uh, so, Cairo Candy started back in the day because my dad actually used to work in office for a chiropractor. And he's super passionate about marketing and eventually went on to start Cairo Candy, which is a digital marketing agency for chiropractors. In fact, we're the largest ad agency for chiropractors in the world. I know that's awesome. It's a huge uh, thing that we're super proud of. One thing is like, yeah, that's super niche, but it's it's still, still pretty cool. But uh, as awesome as chiropractors are, I um, just am not as passionate about about chiropractors as I am the kingdom, as I am the church. You know, I, I was actually at CFNI, Christ for the Nations Institute in Dallas, Texas, whenever God gave me the vision for church candy. I was working with my dad at Cairo Candy. Uh, my goal was to basically, Cairo Candy was going to get me through Bible college. And then afterwards, I'll probably become like a youth pastor and just be like bivocational to where you know, Cairo Candy is going to basically fund my ministry. That way I don't have to be dependent on a church for a paycheck. And we all know that God's plans for our lives are a lot bigger than our own. And I remember going into Kiplin Bachelor, shout out Kiplin. I went into uh, his class and it wasn't even a super spiritual class. It was like about ethics and morals. Um, so it wasn't anything like super spiritual. He's like, hey guys, today we're going to actually not uh, cover what we are supposed to go over, like based on the syllabus. We're, I, you know, God put it on my heart. We're going to just spend some time in prayer. And I want you guys to specifically pray about like where God is calling you to after you graduate CFNI. And I had almost kind of checked out whenever I heard this. I was like, oh, easy. Like I'm going to go be a youth pastor and I'm going to work at Kyrie Candy and just like let that fund it. So like that, that already had my mind made up. I was going to do that. And so I was basically praying about like, all right, God, like what church are you calling me to? Like, where, where is that going to be? Am I going back home, moving back home to my home church? Am I doing this, that? And, and it's at that moment during that class, whenever Holy Spirit really just downloaded like, Hey, everything that you're doing for chiropractors, helping them get new patients, 
the church needs that. I need that. I need you to use these strategies to help build the kingdom. And it was almost like an aha moment, like a duh, like obviously, like why, I don't know why I didn't connect the dots. And so it was at that time where like, I was just super passionate. I was like, oh my gosh, like this is, this is so much bigger than what I thought, you know, I I was originally going to do with my life. And, And Fast forward a couple months, I graduate CFNI and I actually saw a post on Facebook from my wife's student pastor back when she was in high school. And we had a really good relationship with him. His name's Michael Scobie and he officiated our wedding. Uh, he did like premarital coaching with us. And I saw him post on Facebook saying, hey guys, we're actually launching a brand new church in the Woodlands, Texas. If anyone out there would want to move out here with us to help us launch this new life-giving church. We'd love to have you part of the team. And I, I've talked to Michael since then. And he says that like, man, I posted that not thinking anyone would be crazy enough to literally move their family. It was just a shot in the dark, something that ARC, the organization they planted through, uh, something that ARC says that you should do. Just, hey, go make that post on Facebook. You never know how Holy Spirit's going to, you know, use that. And so... I guess uh, me and Sarah were crazy enough to be the ones that actually moved out there because we saw that. And at first I was a little hesitant. You know, we were originally from the Houston area and I didn't necessarily want to move back home and be too close to family. I liked uh, the distance of living in Dallas. Uh, You know, it was like a five hour drive, but you know, Holy Spirit worked in my heart and we ended up calling Michael saying, Hey, when can we move? And so we, we moved to the woodlands to help launch a vibrant church. We launched in 2019 And we served, if you've ever been a part of the church plant, of a church plant, you don't just have one role. Like we were student pastors. I led all the digital marketing, doing our Facebook ads and promoting everything. And uh, me and my wife also led like the host team, which the host team covered like the greeters, the parking lot team, the coffee team. So like we were spread really, really thin. Uh, And it was awesome. Like I I have no regrets or anything. We're still heavily involved at Vibrant. We're still uh, serving there. And looking back at it, it was crazy because we launched in 2019 and then six months later, the pandemic happened. And there's a lot of churches that launched around that same time as us. And I don't think like they did not get through the pandemic as well as we did. We were very blessed. We were almost like an anomaly to where we actually thrived and grew during the pandemic. And that's one of the things I want to talk about is I think one of the key reasons why we were able to survive and thrive during the pandemic was because of our marketing strategy. See, as soon as we were able to open, as soon as our county, Montgomery County in Texas, would let us open and like have people in the building, we did. And we had our team the first Sunday, and then after that we were open to the public. And having that opportunity, we said, hey, let's go ahead and really double down on Facebook marketing. And so that's what I kind of want to go over today. And this is covered a lot more deeply in my book, The Plan Your Visit Playbook. It's actually out for pre-order right now. Uh, in fact, by the time you're listening to this, it might actually already be available to order. And I would love to give this book to you for free. I'm not charging anything for the book. All I ask is that you just pay the cost for shipping. It's like eight bucks and 50 cents. You can go to, uh, I think it's churchcandy.com slash book to go ahead and pre-order or order uh, your copy and it'll get shipped to you. Um, But, and that's 
that book goes into a lot more detail, but I still want to give you, um, you know, some overall, you know, concept and strategy whenever it comes to getting new visitors to your church using the plan your visit model and specifically using Facebook ads to kind of fuel that flame. So let's kind of jump into it. Now with this strategy, it's a funnel. So if you think of a funnel, it's a really top of the big, at the, it's very big at the top. And then as you go down towards the bottom, it gets very narrow. And so a marketing funnel or a sales funnel is what it's commonly referred to in the business world. You, the goal is to just get as many people in the funnel as possible. And you know that your numbers are going to get smaller as you go down. So for example, you might have a thousand people that go to your website in a month. And out of those thousand people, you might have... 10 fill out the plan your visit form and out of the 10 people that fill out the form to plan a visit you might actually have eight show up and so the numbers got smaller like a funnel but the thing is we had eight people actually show up and th that was just I kind of pulled those numbers out of my butt like that those numbers aren't like goals or anything so don't think too much about that uh, that was just for the example now the the what I love about this is it really takes next step culture to another level. You know, if you're familiar with that, uh, I first learned about this from Brady Shearer uh, in his Pro Church Tools podcast several years ago about how you should really track next steps in your church, right? Rather than just tracking attendance as a measure for growth in your church, track, okay, how many salvations did we have? How many baptisms? How many people did we baptize? How many people got plugged into a life group? How many people went through our growth track? and started serving, right? Those are all next steps that people take, next steps in their relationship with Jesus and, and their spiritual walk with Christ. Those are steps that you can track. And this plan your visit model is just another one of those next steps. Like, hey, before before I have like can e even listen to a sermon and like participate in an altar call, I, I need to show up on Sunday. And the plan your visit model allows you to get someone to uh, kind of take that next step. And when they see an ad on Facebook, that next step is them clicking on the ad and planning a visit. So that's kind of where this sprang from. I'm not the person that invented plan your visit. I'm not the person that invented next steps. Um, I like to think of myself as, as an innovator, right? If you look at S Steve Jobs, uh, he didn't create the smartphone. The iPhone was not the smartphone. They just made it better. And so I think that's what this strategy does and kind of what we've done is taking something that's already really good and is a great concept and kind of taking it to the next level. And so with the plan your visit, really it, it's a it's a form that people can fill out to essentially RSVP to your Sunday service. And so I would recommend, there, there's tons of little plugins and things. I know Brady Shearer has one with Nucleus. They have a free one. Uh, and then uh, Brad Hampton has Visit Planner. Like there, there's all of these different softwares that you can use. And I, and I definitely recommend it, but it's so much more than just having a pop-up on your website or a page on your website. That's just a small, uh, you know, that's just a small piece of the puzzle, right? I, I talk to pastors all the time that are like, yeah, I've got the plan your visit pop-up on my website, but we don't have anyone plan a visit. Or maybe sometimes we'll have people plan a visit, but they never show up. And so the, the strategy that we're going to go over kind of helps you understand, uh, you know, how you can actually get people to plan a visit. How do you actually get people to show up? And I go into a lot of detail, like very, very excruciating, excruciating. I don't even know if that's the right word, uh, detail in my book, plan your visit playbook, but, um, still want to cover a lot of that here. Now, 
whenever someone plans a visit, they fill out the form and then you want to follow up with them, right? So they put their name, email, and phone number, just kind of some basic info. And then they should get an email or a text afterwards, right? I believe how you follow up determines whether or not they're going to show up. So it's important to have a good follow-up strategy. I'm going to cover some of these things later in the episode. Uh, but let's kind of jump in and move forward. So after they plan a visit, they fill out the form. You've got a follow-up strategy in place. Boom, you have a new family that shows up on Sunday. Awesome. Sweet, right? So the thing is with that, like I told you, just because someone plans a visit doesn't mean they're going to show up. And just because you actually kind of take that a step further, just because someone goes to your website or sees an ad on Facebook doesn't mean they're going to click on it and go to your website or go to your form on Facebook and, and fill it out to actually plan a visit. So one thing that I've noticed, and this is just marketing 101, is there's two types of leads, or it's almost like a spectrum when you look at leads. So a lead would be like someone that plans a visit. And so for Cairo Candy in our digital marketing agency for chiropractors, uh, our goal is to get leads for our chiropractors that want to schedule an appointment, right? And there's hot leads and there's cold leads. So a hot lead for your church would be someone like, um, let's say I have my best friend goes to your church and he invited me. And then I go check out your website and I plan a visit. I would be a hot lead because I already know someone that goes to your church. I'm already a little bit bought in because it's I'm a referral, right? Word of mouth referral. And then on the other side of the spectrum, you have cold leads. These are people that really don't know anything about your church. They've never seen you guys online before, or maybe they have, but they don't know anyone that goes there. They're just not super bought in. And so whenever a warm lead plans a visit, you have like a 90% chance they're actually going to show up on Sunday. And then a cold lead, if they plan a visit, well, closer to 20 to 30%. And that's the thing is a lot of the times people will run ads on Facebook or Instagram or even TikTok. They'll get lots of leads. They'll get lots of families that plan a visit and then hardly anyone shows up. Well, it's because those are cold leads. So that's one of those things where you know, let's say you only have a 30% show rate from your cold leads, these people that plan a visit, 30% really isn't a bad number. I'm a, I'm a big optimist, right? Like if you look at baseball, for example, I'm a big Astros fan. Uh, I live in Houston, so I kind of have to be. But if I was a baseball player in the MLB and I could get on base 30% of the time every time I went up to bat, I would get paid millions and millions of dollars for just getting on base 30% of the time. So whenever you're first getting started, I would encourage you to be optimistic, right? Not everyone's going to plan a visit, but just look for the three out of 10 or not, or sorry, not everyone that plans a visit is going to show up, but just look for the three out of 10 that are. And so that being said, that's not always the case. In fact, we're working with a church in Liberty, Texas, and within their first two months, their show rate was like 90%. They grew by like 250% within two months, not even two months of working with us. It's uh, Freedom Church and Liberty. And so that's the thing. It, it is variable, but I also like to kind of manage expectations. But how do you get more warm leads planning a visit? Like how, how do you improve the show rate, right? And that's what we're going to cover. Now, first thing you can do is get more warm leads to plan a visit. Like that's how you can improve your show rate. And in order to do that, rather than just trying to like target the friends of the people that go to your church, uh, you can retarget people that are already familiar with you. You can retarget people that have been to your website with a Facebook pixel. You 
can retarget people that have been to your Instagram page. You can retarget people that have watched your videos. And see, this is a strategy that you can be really intentional with and really knock it out of the park. See, I call this strategy the new guest turbine. So essentially what you do is you want to create some intentional felt need videos. So for example, sorry, I'm moving my notes around here. Uh, for example, you can make a one to two minute video of your lead pastor talking about loneliness, right? So being like, why are people so lonely nowadays, even though we're more connected than ever with our cell phones? And then going into, you know, God didn't make us to do life alone. Social media is only like a partial, you know, partial, um, I don't even know the word I'm looking for. Anyway, you just make a video like that's felt need. And then that isn't just, hey, come check out our church, come plan a visit, we're so awesome. Like make a video that's just specific to disciple people, to encourage them. Uh, or you could also even take just clips from your Sunday sermon, just like a 60 second clip from your Sunday message. Use that intentionally in your marketing, like promote these videos with the sole purpose of build an audience that you can retarget. Because now when you run ads inviting people to plan a visit, instead of just showing it to randos that live in your town, you can show it to people that have watched your videos. You can tell Facebook, hey, this ad inviting people to plan a visit, show it to everyone that watched all of these videos, at least 50% or 25%. See, when you do that now, what happens is people that are already familiar with you start to see you again. And then next week you can do another video, take another sermon clip or another felt need video and promote it and show it to people that watched last week's video. And then you keep the cycle going and then this turbine effect happens of people consistently see your content online. Uh, and, and the thing is, organic reach is very, very low. In fact, I saw a study that like the average Facebook page gets like 6% reach. So like if you have 100 people that like your page, you're gonna get six of them on average to actually see the content you post. And the thing is, people that like your page, they probably already go to your church. So if you're wanting to reach new people, you're gonna have to spend some money on ads. And if you do this strategy, right, you're gonna get people that visit your church that say, oh my gosh, I, I just really felt Holy Spirit calling me to your church because every time I turned around, I just kept seeing you guys. And, and then you're just going to smile and go, amen, brother. Like, I, I believe that. Like, absolutely, he's calling you here. And, you know, let me introduce you to so-and-so. And then you can, you know, get him connected. And, and so people tend to over-spiritualize things. But, like, I honestly believe that if you do this strategy right, Holy Spirit really is going to call people to your church, right? All we're doing is planting the seeds by showing these videos and putting these plan your visit ads in front of them. And the plan your visit ads are actually going to get them to take that next step. And Holy Spirit's going to tug at their heart and say like, hey, I'm calling you to this church. Because every time they turn around, they're going to see you online. So this, this strategy is really, really good at not just getting engagement for the sake of getting engagement. This strategy is great at getting new visitors in the door. Right? With your social media strategy, you don't want to just get engagement for the sake of getting engagement. You want a measurable result. You want a return on your investment, especially if you're running ads. And so if you can actually get someone to show up to your Sunday service from social media, like that's a win. I think that's a great goal. So rather than just using social media to brand your church, you can use it to brand your church and have some direct marketing, some direct response advertising in there to get them to actually show up 
with the planar visit ads. And so that kind of takes us to the next step is like, once they plan a visit, you've got to have a good follow-up strategy. Now, I think it's really important that you don't overlook this. You need to set up automation, you know, automate. I, I heard someone say you automate what's important, right? And so like for my mortgage, I don't have to manually pay that. That just auto drafts out of my bank account every month because I don't want to get evicted if I forget, right? So like that's, you automate what's important. So do the same thing with your follow-up strategy. I've used text and church. I've used ClearStream. We ended up landing on a platform called church funnels. What's cool about church funnels is their mobile app will actually let you send personal selfie videos to the people that plan a visit. So for example, uh, someone plans a visit, you can set up an automated text to go out to them that says, Hey John, this is pastor Shane from revelation church. Saw you plan to visit for church on Sunday. Can't wait to meet you guys. By the way, Quick question, how many people are coming with the Johnson crew? So you can like plug in their personal information and look like it's really you that manually sent it. And then when they respond, you'll get a notification on your phone. And then once they respond, I recommend our clients and our pastor that at Vibrant Michael, like I, I say, go to the Church Funnels app, send a personalized selfie video to them after they respond. And because... I actually got this strategy from Pastor Adam McCain uh, at, it was Church on the Hill. Now I think it's like uh, Hill City Church. But that was a church that I served at whenever I was in Bible college. And because I was just in Bible school, like I, I just wanted to get involved and serve at a church to get some hands-on ministry experience. And I wasn't like super, super involved there. Like I never really maybe had more than like one or two conversations with Pastor Adam. Didn't really even think he knew who I was. It's a pretty big church. And one Sunday I was playing drums and my parents had come in to town that weekend to visit. And so they filled out the connect card when they were at the church. And it was like, hey, we're just visiting. We're from out of town. Our son goes to CFNI and he serves. He was playing drums this Sunday. And the next Monday, my dad gets an email from Pastor Adam. And it's it says in the subject line, Hey Billy, I just recorded you a quick video. And my dad, obviously being the digital marketer he is, thinks, oh, this is probably canned. Like they probably send this video to everyone. And he clicked on it. It was not canned. It was literally Pastor Adam on the unlisted YouTube video saying, Hey Billy and Rusty, thank you so much for visiting Church on the Hill this Sunday. We just love having Brady a part of the team. We love all of our CFNI family. And I just want to say, just again, thank you so much for allowing us to, uh, you know, just pour into your son. And it was just, my dad was blown away and he still talks about that today. And that's, that's where I got this strategy from. Like, okay, what if instead of after someone visits, we send them a personal video? What if we can send it to them before we visit? Right, you've probably heard the stats from all the different places about oh, people are gonna determine whether or not they're gonna come back next Sunday based on like ten minutes after they drive up on the campus. Right, you've probably heard things like that before. Well, this strategy, if done right, is gonna none of that's gonna even matter because you've already made an incredible first impression before they ever even drove up onto your campus. So it's really important if you can knock their first impression out of the park before they ever drive up on campus, then it's okay if your greeters aren't the best. It's okay if your connection team isn't the best. Now, is, is that important? Absolutely. 
Like I, I give props to our team at Vibrant because yeah, we can get as many people in the door as possible with Facebook ads. Sure, that's kind of the easy part. The hard part is retention. The hard part is assimilation, getting people uh, onto a team and getting them into community. So once you can dial that in and you can get new visitors from ads on Facebook, well, then you have like an unstoppable machine to grow your ministry and really make an impact for the kingdom in your community. And so, look, I know that this is kind of a lot of information. It might be overwhelming for some of you guys. And so I want to invite you, go ahead and get my book, The Plan Your Visit Playbook. The book is free. All you've got to pay is like the eight bucks or so for shipping. And that's going to give you kind of step-by-steps how to implement this in your church. So if you have any questions at all, please reach out to me. I'm 100%. My door's always open. Uh, my email is brady at churchcandy.com. Love to chat if you have any questions about this. And thank you so much for checking out the very first episode of the Church Candy Podcast. Be blessed.